wrestling fans, are you ready? This is Tuesday. You people bought a ticket to see me, so shut up. Wrestling Tuesday with Jonathan Hood. First of all, Dusty Rhodes, I think what you are is a big, ugly, low-class, redneck goose. That's what I think you are. Yeah, I put it. I know I put it. But I'm most of all, the baddest man around in the world today. Follow the show at WrestlingTWT on Twitter and Instagram. But remember, my fireflies, as always, I'll light the way. And all you have to do is let me in. Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday. The bottom line is, in all my magnificence, you're going to be mine. Here's Jonathan Hood. It's Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday, with me, Jonathan Hood, right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Follow us on Twitter at WrestlingTWT, also on Instagram at WrestlingTWT, and also the YouTube page, YouTube.com. Look for Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday. Subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube page. Every Tuesday at 9.30, we give you the best in pro wrestling conversation. Happy New Year to all of you wrestling fans out there. Tell somebody, Jonathan Hood's Talking Wrestling, Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, every Tuesday, as well as every Thursday as well. We do this twice a week on the podcast, Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, wherever you download your podcast. So much to talk about, uh, including what is going on with the WWE for the future. Here in 2020, one thing we don't know for sure, that Lana... And Lashley are married. That's the number one thing that's going on. Go to YouTube and look at the ratings for YouTube. The number one thing that people are watching as far as the WWE is a wedding. Not Becky Lynch as the man, as the women's champion. Not Brock Lesnar as a champion. You know, not Roman Reigns. Not The Revival. Not AJ Styles. The number one thing is a wedding. This is problematic for the WWE. And I know the lazy narrative always is, well, look, they're on Fox on Fridays and on the USA Network on Mondays. And they've got NXT on Wednesdays. And look at the box office appeal they have across uh, sports, entertainment, and news. And they've got WrestleMania every year that brings so much money to markets across the country. That doesn't matter if your storylines are lame. A wedding is the number one thing that's going on in the WWE. It's kind of strange. Uh, for those of you that watch New Japan Pro Wrestling, the number one show for New Japan was Wrestle Kingdom. It took place in Tokyo. I'm still watching the show. If you want to get my thoughts, my overall thoughts on Okada and Naito and Jericho and Jay White and Ibushi, we will have that later on this week. I will be able to review everything because that's a long show, but it's a really good show as well. Some great matches. We'll review it a little bit later on this week on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Uh, With the AEW and NXT feud on Wednesdays, that's going to be something to look forward to in 2020, including the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. That is a YouTube series that's on right now. Uh, Go to NWA. If you have not checked this out, it is a really good quality episodic one-hour show. There's a lot of other shows, a lot of other organizations across the country and around the world that's worth watching as well. If you're a wrestling fan, support wrestling. Find what you like and watch it and support it. Uh, There's more to life than the WWE. Even though the wrestlers, the men and women of that company are very good, you want to be able to see storylines that you can really 
uh, attach yourself to. Uh, so uh, I think it's going to be a fun year once again for wrestling in 2020. My special guest is Austin Lane. Austin Lane is a talk show host for ESPN Jacksonville, also a former Chicago Bear. And uh, it's great to have him on the program on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday right here on ESPN 1000. Austin, I, as always, I appreciate your time. You were on with us last year. I just want to get your overall thoughts about the first show for AEW taking place at Daly's Place, an outside venue in Jacksonville, Florida. That was a lot of fun to open up the new year for AEW in Jacksonville. It, that place was made for concerts, right? So as far as the acoustics are concerned, they're fantastic. So the crowd was heard the entire time. Um, obviously, it was nice in January as opposed to fight for the fall in the middle of the summertime because we are in Jacksonville. It gets a little toast. And even the wrestlers, we're kind of complaining about the fight for the fall and how warm it was there. So it was pretty cool to be outside, outdoors, rocking your hoodie, watching some wrestling. So it was cool with the temperatures and everything like that. But overall, yes, it's a pretty unique venue and a very cool venue to take part in wrestling. Yeah, so what are your, what's your outlook for, for AEW in 2020? There's some, some things they did very well, some things they had to work on. But when people start bashing AEW, I say, well, it's only been around for – 15, 16 weeks, so there's gonna, they're working the bugs out. But I, there's some things I like about the company. What, what has stood out to you most about All Elite? So, I mean, for, for me personally, because I was a wrestling fan before All Elite Wrestling came around, right? So I, I've always been a hardcore wrestling fan. I, I grew up with it. Um, I still watch, you know, every single thing I can watch. And in terms of wrestling, I think that All Elite Wrestling, and I, I'm not going to steal a quote here from John Moxley, but it was a paradigm shift, right? It kind of put the other wrestling program that I noticed a little bit, specifically WWE. So when All Elite Wrestling came out, it's like, oh, wow, they're out now. They're on TNT. Uh, the ratings are pretty good. We have to step up our game a little bit. Now, if, if you go in the landscape with SmackDown and Raw and now NXT Live, which has been great as well, I mean, it seems like they have stepped their games up a little bit. Now, I'm a little biased with Monday Night Raw because for me personally, the whole Lashley run a storyline is, over my head, but I guess it's getting good to getting on YouTube. <laughs> it is what it is there, man. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm not calling those shots. I wish I could see something else on Monday nights, but it is what it is. But I think overall, the, the landscape of wrestling has improved for sure with All Elite Wrestling. And then we're, we're getting more specific to All Elite Wrestling. Uh, obviously, you know, it's guys like Chris Jericho who's once again reinvented himself. You know, I mean, he is, he is the top guy right now on that roster. Um, it's guys like John Mox who kind of came over and, you know, kind of reinvented himself a little bit as well, but, you know, trying to make a name for himself outside of WWE. Then you have, like, the Young Bucks, Cody and Kenny, who, you know, they've always kind of been like the, I don't want to say the black sheep of professional wrestling because they're so well-known and so talented, but most people knew them through, like, being the elite, you know, like these YouTube videos. And now they're finally on a national television show on TNT, so people can finally start to get a, you know, a... a a better feel for them and the wrestling capabilities. And then you have the young talent as well. I mean, the, the one guy that I'm excited about probably the most going into the new year is the guy that we had on uh, our show right, right before the event took place on Wednesday, and that's MJF. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think MJF, for only being, you know, in the business for four years, um, I think the sky is the limit for that guy. You know, you are right on target when you talk about the WWE. I think that it is a problem when your hottest angle is Lana and Lashley in the wedding. And that, that really tells you the story, Austin. Like, 
the the one thing that I keep going back to with the WWE is all this talent, and I love I like a lot of the talent they have on the roster, but it's it's the way they're being utilized though. It's that like there's no one person that I would say I gotta go see this person live in a main event matchup because it seems as though the WWE is about the company more so than the personalities. No more will we see The Rock or Austin as must-see, or even John Cena to an extent. I just think that the WWE is the Harlem Globetrotters. Come see the WWE no matter what we put in the ring. It's the brand more so than the personality. And I, I don't know if that's the right direction. No, and Jonathan, I completely agree with you, man. You know, and I think, you know, Vince kind of has stepping back a little bit because now with the XFL, he's kind of tossed the reins over a little bit. I think you can still see his thumbprint on some of these segments. Um, I think, you know, the we talked about the Lashley, Rusev, and Vana segment. Like, I'm sure he probably had something to do with that as well. Uh, and it's one of those things, you know, because we grew up watching wrestling, right? We talk about wrestling on the radio, so we're super passionate about it. And we kind of know the ins and outs of everything. Right. And we're, I mean, a, a part of it, yes, it's the in-ring performance. It's, it's the guys performing their moves, but it's also the storytelling. And I think they're lacking in the storytelling department. But one could say, well, maybe it's not made for you and me, Jonathan. And, and that sucks to say, and it sucks to admit, because... We're, we're the ones who are kind of passing on the torch to the younger generation, right? Like, I mean, I took my son to all the wrestling. He absolutely loved it. And I, and I watch all the wrestling shows with him. And it's hard for me to get excited when I'm watching a wedding take place and there's, oh, stop the music, here comes somebody else. And my son's not into that either. But the point is, is that after that show aired, you know, after the, the, the big wedding aired, three million people, whether they hated it or loved it, went on YouTube to watch it that night. Okay, and they watch that clip. So if you're Vince McMahon, um, you know, if you're the executives that, that run that company, especially for Monday Night Raw, you take those three million viewers the first night, you turn around to advertise and be like, hey, we may not be the most trending thing on Twitter. People may want to hate on us, but people are still tuning in to watch us. And, and I think that's the thing we got to remember here, where I think if people weren't so keen for those five-minute YouTube videos, those, those ten-minute YouTube videos, those things on Twitter – it would be a lot better of a landscape. But unfortunately, the way the world is right now, the, the way social media works, and even the way the wrestling fans work now, is that they want to feel short clips. And as long as people keep watching it, I feel like the WWE is going to keep on putting it out there, fortunately. Austin Lane with us here on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Austin from ESPN Jacksonville. As we talk about pro wrestling for 2020. Uh, what is your favorite wrestling show that you watch, Austin? Which one would you recommend to a wrestling fan? So, so for me personally, and you can call me a, a kind of biased, you can call me a homer, but I'm, I'm rolling with all the wrestling. Um, I enjoy it. My son enjoys it. Um, I think it's got something for everybody. So as far as that's concerned, that's the show for me. And I think what, what they do so well with all the wrestling is they still use, you know, BTE, um, they, they still use, use those YouTube channels to their advantage where some of the stories get told outside the ring, you know, on social media. So by the time it's Wednesday night and you have a two-hour show to go, and we saw this in Jacksonville, I mean, it's just bam, 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 match after match after match. But also, you know, maybe MJ, uh, MJF cutting a promo here and there. But it's mostly about the action because the stories are kind of already been told. And keep in mind, these are stories with newer wrestlers to their newer audience. But I think... I still think, even after a year now, I think all wrestling is still the fresher thing. Um, it's still the exciting thing. It's the alternative, if you will. 
uh, and to me, that's what I'm all about. So what is it that NXT doesn't have that, that AEW does have? So for me, and listen, I'm, I'm a big NXT guy, my, I mean, as well. I think some of the best pay-per-views of the year, I mean, whether you talk about war games, whether you talk about the takeover, to me, that's, that's where the best answer is, right? Even more, especially in the pay-per-view category, even more than Raw or SmackDown. I, I think NXT right now is the heart and soul of WWE. With that being said, obviously on Wednesday night, that's a pick one to watch, and I, and I choose, you know, all the rest that's not to say the very next day I'm going to go and watch NXT because I absolutely do. And I think there's something to be said for, you know, because you have NXT, they come to Jack's all the time and they wrestle in and they call it the armory. The armory can probably seat about 200, maybe 300 people at the very most. Mm-hmm. And there's something to be said for going to the armory, watching these stars perform there, and then all of a sudden they're in Madison Square Garden and then like a month later on the grandest of stage with the most electric crowd you can think of and they're doing their thing. So I have nothing but respect for NXT. Um, I think the storytelling is great there. Obviously, the wrestling's fantastic there. But for me personally, I just prefer all the wrestling a little more because I think it's the proper mix of the young and the old. I get NXT, you know, that they bring Finn Balor back, uh, that they bring some of these old guys back to try to draw eyes. But for me, you know, I'm a Chris Jericho guy. I want to see what MJF's going to do next. I respect Cody Rhodes a lot. I think Kenny Omega is probably the best wrestler in the world, so I want to see what happens with him. And you got guys like Adam Hangman Page, too, who are really promising going forward. All right, Austin, lastly, and I appreciate your time, you have been in the octagon and you're doing damage there. So what's to say that you can't get into the squared circle? <laughs> That's so funny, man, because, listen, you're, you're not the only person to ask me that question. And um, I, I haven't got offered some, some you know, I mean, just some – I don't want to say a contract, but there are some smaller organizations, let's just say, that shown kind of a keen interest to me a little bit. And I say it like this. Right now with where I'm at, you know, I have my radio show. Um, I do MMA. Uh, you know, the, the end goal there is to make it to the UFC and try to make some noise in that. I just have way too much on my plate right now uh, to try to pursue a career in professional wrestling. And I actually talked to Hangman Page about this probably, it's probably like, four or five months ago when he was on our show. And our co-host, Brent Martineau, who, you know, he doesn't really watch wrestling that much, but he brought the question. And he goes, Austin, would you ever, you know, would you ever go with Hangman Page, learn how to wrestle and do your thing? And I'm like, it's just, it's not that easy. You know, like, yeah, I played in the NFL, and yes, I have an MMA background. That helps. But there's something to be said for building up the stamina to run the ropes, you know, and take the bruises there. I mean, you have to learn how to take a proper bump. You know, and that's not easy. And it's a physical toll on your body. And especially traveling along the road and everything, those are those are things that can, that can wear and tear you down, especially I'm 32 years old. And I've always said as well, I grew up watching wrestling. You know, I mean, I distinctly remember one of my very first memories as a kid was my grandma going to a garage sale, getting the CHS, and it was Lex Luger versus Yokozuma at uh, SummerSlam. Right. You know, and the whole situation was, could, could Lex Luger... Uh, body slam Yokozuna. I'm like, there's there's no way. Like The first time I remember watching, I'm like, huh? There's no way that could ever happen. <laughs> and guess what? He did. And then he got hoisted up on everybody's shoulders and he was rocking the American flag and the crowd was going nuts. And like, that moment right there, I became a fan of professional wrestling. And I've been a fan ever since. And for me, to actually get in the square circle and do it, I don't know if it's true or not, but it might take away a little bit of luster, right? Like, it'd almost be like, say you're a fan of the Avengers, but say you're Robbie Downey Jr. Like, 
I'm sure he can't really appreciate the Avengers because he helped make it. You know, he's seen the behind the scenes of it. For me, I just want to turn on my TV. I want to talk about it and I want to enjoy it with my family. I don't want to know the ins and outs of it. I don't want to go behind the scenes. So as far as we're talking right now, um, I have no plans to, you know, to get in the squared circle. That's not to say that's never going to happen, but I like to say never say never, especially in terms of making some solid memories. So that's what I'm all about is making crazy memories. So if the opportunity presented itself, who knows? But as far as I'm sitting here right now talking to you, man, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Well, it's not like you're not used to wrestling because you did work for the McCaskies, and it's nothing more carny than that. So you, <laughs> so you it, it was almost like you were in the wrestling business when he put a Bears uniform on. So it's you, you said it, not me. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I mean, come on now. I'm just saying. Uh, all right. Well, I, I'm glad you spent some time, man, and hopefully we can connect again soon because um, there's so much. I was saying at the open of this, man, I, I'm still halfway through New Japan. I haven't gone through it. It's, it's 10 hours. Yeah. I haven't even gone through half of it yet. I'm still – I got to wait until Thursday to do a second version of this. So the NWA, I'm a, a week behind on that. So it just it's so much. Sure. So, But uh, we're covering here in Chicago. So I'm, I'm glad you're part of it as well, man. Dude, well, you know what, and I'm glad to hear it, man. And the next time you can have me on, we got to talking about it too, where Chris Jericho kind of dropped a little bit. I'm not sure if you heard it, but he kind of dropped the line that said he wants all the wrestling to work together with New Japan wrestling. And yeah. I think if you look at the landscape, that's a very interesting thing going forward, especially with Tony Khan, who, you know, is open to new things. So I think that's kind of something to keep an eye on as well. Just one more thing, real quick, Jonathan, man, then I'll let you go. I'm sorry I'm kind of talking it, but no. since you guys are a sh- 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 Chicago-based show and everything like that, and we're talking about the Bears a little bit, I just want to give quick props to my boy, Kyle Long, who, um, you know, kind of put it in his retirement papers real quick. Uh, I was I was with the Bears, you know, for, I mean, it was a, a couple of practices and a couple of games, and that was it, but um, Kyle was one of the most stand-up dudes that I ever came across. You know, I mean, I, I share this story all the time on the show where – He's the only guy that ever fought during a walkthrough before a game. Uh, we're, we're literally, we're we're literally just rocking the helmets, and you know, I was on the scout team defense, and they're they're the first team offense, and we're on we're on a play, and you know, I thought Kyle kind of pushed me a little too far after the whistle, so we absolutely go at it. Coach breaks us up. We both get thrown off the field. I end up throwing my helmet like a child, like an absolute child, throw my helmet across the field. And then my position coach is like, you gotta pick that up or you're off the team. So, of course, I had to go pick it up, you know, like a little kid. <laughs> but um, I, I would say it's about Kyle, man. Like, if, if I was going to assemble a roster of, like, two or three guys that I wanted to go with me to a dark alley, I don't, I don't know what's on the other side, I'm picking Kyle Long all day. I mean, the dude's just cut from a different cloth, um, just, a, just an all-around style guy, and I wish him – nothing but the best in the future that's really cool yeah and and hopefully he yeah. heals up if he wants to come back i'm sure he'll be um more than welcome a lot of teams would want to have kyle long but if this is his swan song if he's done he's had a, a really hell of a career as a leader on that bears uh, offensive line because he could play any position in the offensive line and uh, whatever's best for him that's great because he was always a stand-up guy with the bears for sure absolutely without a doubt I'm glad you spent some time, man. Let's do it again soon. All right, Jonathan, man. Sounds great. Keep talking about wrestling, man. I'm going to do the same, and I'll uh, catch you down the road, all right? All right, man. Thank you. Uh, it's Austin Lane from ESPN Jacksonville, a former Bear, with us on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday.
Don't forget that you can always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram at uh, Wrestling TWT. And don't forget the YouTube page, YouTube.com. Look for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday there as well. So in a couple of days, I'll be finished with uh, watching Wrestle Kingdom. Wow. And New Year's Dash, the big shows from <laughs> New Japan. There's so much good wrestling on that show from Tokyo. So we'll dig into it with Josh Lopez from ProWrestlingTranscriptions.com. He'll join me. Uh, and don't forget, the only way that you can hear this show, our second version, is on the podcast, Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast. Look for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, leave five stars and review if uh, we're doing a good job. And uh, we definitely want you to be part of what is going to be a wild 2020 in professional wrestling. So much going on in wrestling. And we cover it right here on TWT. All right. Thanks so much for checking in on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, our first show for 2020. I'll talk to you later on the week as we review what's going on with the NWA, New Japan, and so much more. Jonathan Hood, talking wrestling right here on TWT. TWT.